Go for Leadership, the podcast with Daniel and Gerd. Hello and welcome to today's episode to the Go for Leadership podcast. My guest today is Carsten Koller. Go for Leadership interviews. Carsten, hello, welcome. Hello, Daniel. Thanks for having me. Cool. Um, Carsten, as usual, um, uh, I ask my guests to um, introduce themselves in 30 seconds. So time is ticking. Time is ticking. So 35 years of work experience, 12 years in the German Federal Armed Forces, about 11 years uh, with uh, Siemens Company, three years with Fujitsu and now almost 10 years with Deutsche Telekom here in Germany. Wow. I think that that's spot on. Um, the second question that we usually ask in the leadership call is, what does leadership mean to you? How, how would you define leadership? So there is one easy explanation, I would say, for leadership. Um, you can phrase it in a way like saying, inspire people to follow your way or vision based on conviction or make your belief the team's belief. That would be the easy way. Um, when you really go this way, um, then there would be nothing where you can make a podcast on, right? So <laughs> it's obviously way more complex than that. And maybe we, one can also approach this question by saying, uh, what is leadership not about? Yeah. Um, from my perspective, it's not about um, titles or ranks, Yeah, kind of manager or supervisor, administrator, This is for me only a title or part of a job definition, uh, best case. So it's way more than that. So as you say, it's it's way more. Can you give me a glimpse on, on the complexity? So what and how would you maybe describe your leadership style or, or maybe the styles that you have, uh, have uh, scoped with within your superiors or, or within your teams? Sure, happy to do so. Um, yes, it's co full, uh, completely correct. It's a question of what and how um, in terms of leadership. Um, there is not one leadership style. Yeah, this is clearly dependent on which company you work for, um, which company culture you have, or which country you live in, and for sure also the situation your company or the team which you are leading is in. That makes a big, big, big difference. And everyone needs uh, to develop um, his or her own style and most important they need to be authentic <laughs> so this is then one level you need to keep in mind so you've worked in different companies can you maybe um, describe the the difference the differences between these different companies i mean yeah, has so there been a, a specific style that you that you have recognized in in the different companies that you worked Uh, no, to be a little bit broader, because for sure I mentioned that I was uh, starting my professional career in the Federal Armed Forces here in Germany. And therefore, I clearly have a military background, also from my family upbringing. So um, in this 12 years, which includes also a study of business administration, um, in the Army, you clearly have a view. It's all about leading people in extreme challenging situations. Worst case, they put their health or life on the line. Yeah. So this is, on the one hand, something very different. If you combine this with a civil environment, um, you have in the civil environment a lot of emotional stress. You have fear, for example, from restructuring. 
um, fear for turnarounds or even the actual situation we are facing in terms of COVID-19 is uh, for every team a big burden and for most of the people a big challenge. And therefore, my experience in the military world helps me a lot together with the experience in different companies, also partially living abroad um, to, to cope with that. Um, so one thing which is common in all companies is um, you need to avoid uncertainty and fear. You can do so by sharing information by very open, by, by being very open. You need to listen to your team. You need also to sense the mood of your team. Yeah, then you need to be um, yourself, or you need to adapt yourself to this. You need to be pragmatic and walk the talk. So, what is different in the styles or in the companies? Um, the German culture I was in then after leaving the military. Um, for sure is in the bigger companies, and I work only for the bigger companies, pretty similar. If you work for Siemens or if you work for Deutsche Telekom, it's on the first view, not really different. At these times, we are now seeing that also the definition and also the way how the work is uh, being conducted and also in terms of uh, the improving the digital uh, environment, step by step, there's a change. Nevertheless, the basics remain the same. The differences you see, so not with between the companies, you see between the cultures. There's way more emotions involved um, when you work, for example, with South American colleagues, uh, like I had the pleasure with working with Brazilian colleagues or uh, working with uh, then uh, more North America, Mexican colleagues and American colleagues. You have way more emotions and especially interesting. And I had the pleasure um, to lead an international team across the Americas. Um, where these uh, cultures came together. So it was really um, one um, team at the end uh, of this journey. But at the beginning, it was quite, quite, quite challenging uh, to bring beside all the difficulties which come uh, from the time zones, from the mentalities, uh, even at this point in time, let's say poor fixed line and not this kind of possibilities we have now with all the virtual conferences. It was a little bit more challenging. And can you maybe able to form a team? Yeah. Can you describe? I mean, this is a, a challenging, let's say, work environment. Having an international team or lead an international team, um, also through difficult times. Can you describe maybe the the key success factors that that you implemented uh, in order to make that happen, to form this team and to make them successful? Yeah. First and foremost. Um, It's all about to be a role model or leading by example. Yeah? Um, and as I mentioned before, you need to adapt to the situation. So you don't, it's no way that you come and say, hey, I know everything. Um, I come in this case, coming from kind of from the mother company in Germany, and I will teach you what you need to know. It's completely other way around. I listen to you and you teach me what your day-to-day -day work is about, what your specific situation is about. So you need to adapt. On the other hand, for sure, you have clear targets uh, and a clear way forward. In this case, to set up a regional level, uh, to do something like an, a turnaround because uh, the basis, the numbers were poor, uh, difficult customer situations. Um, so you need to be pragmatic. And uh, for sure, with all the tough decisions, all your pressure, um, you have in the situation, you need to form a team. And maybe can give you one, one example by one of the 
first leadership team meetings we had with this um, American America's international team um, consisting um, out of several uh, vice presidents uh, responsible for the delivery in the countries, for sure, a uh, guy responsible for finance, uh, chief of staff, and some others. Uh, we had a tough dis uh, dis discussion on the plan for the upcoming year. And especially the vice president deliveries uh, for Mexico and the vice president deliveries for Brazil uh, was not clear about a plan and a way forward. And for the same evening, we had planned a team dinner. And, you know, kind of a night out, having fun and really enjoying time as a team, as a newly formed team. And um, um, it takes longer and longer and we came to no conclusion. So it was late afternoon. I said, guys, now it's time to hurry in the hotel um, and uh, prepare for the evening. And you two guys uh, from Mexico and Brazil, I leave you the address um, where we will have the dinner. And if you come to a conclusion and if you have a joint approach to the problems that need to be solved, uh, you can join us. Otherwise, we see us tomorrow. For sure, I was somehow certain they will show up with, let's say, some delay uh, in the dinner uh, facility. Um, honestly, I saw them next morning. So um, long story short, they found a solution over a couple of beers. So they spent the complete evening until midnight together. Uh, somehow in a restaurant close to the hotel, came up with a good plan, and since then, we're best friends. So, and this all contributed to the success of the team. Mm -hmm. So, how, how was the mood in the meeting room on the, the next day? Um, the next day, it was good. So, I was really curious because it was really, let's say, somehow a little bit explosive in the afternoon, in the late afternoon, because I really want them to come up with a solution. Yes, I had clear ideas, but always pushing back on my ideas or on the ideas of others is also not a solution. So I really push them that they come up with a solution which they really can stand behind and which they can also support and still allow us as overall America's team uh, to meet our targets. So, so, you, you, mean, mm -hmm. so you mentioned uh, that, that uh, for you, uh, leadership has a lot of to do uh, with leading by example. Um, can you give uh, the listeners some some examples that, that that you would say like like the mentioned one uh, that have um, let's say formed also your your leadership style or have, have showed success in in the day to day business? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. But as then I really need to start um, at the beginning of my career again. So for me, also leadership is ideally um, being humble and for sure also charismatic. Um, but you don't have it like yeah, this with uh, the snip of your fingers. You need to develop it. It takes some time and it takes some experience. So coming from this army background, um, it's also important that you always take your team first. So um, when you have, imagine a field exercise, uh, you stay out for one, two weeks, um, have uh, really only your, uh, your stuff from the backpack, um, Sometimes you get something to eat. So imagine you stay a cold night somehow out in the field. And um, then um, they come from the, from the barracks and deliver some, some breakfast. And it's not you as commanding officers who should get the first coffee and the first breakfast. It's first your soldier. Yeah? Your soldiers, uh, your men at this time, it was mostly men, not uh, as today men and women. 
um, they are first yeah, because you need to rely on them and you are really by purpose last in the line. And this is one of the examples. And you really make this clear that they come first and then you come. So do everything for your team, back the team. That was one thing. And the second thing is, um, it was really one of my, I would say, few negative examples I had in the uh, armed forces. I was not even officer. I was a, a officer candidate um, only two years in the armed forces at this point in time. And uh, my commanding officer was at this point in time, a captain, very, very rough. So me and the first lieutenant, the two other officers uh, in this uh, unit, he had every Friday afternoon in his office and tried to teach us how we should be in his view. And his sentence was, um, you're only being a good officer when your soldiers uh, are in fear of you. And this is completely, completely colliding with my view on being an officer, on being a leader, uh, even what I have, as I mentioned, with my, mili um, with my family background, um, somehow in my mind. And we had a very, very tough time. So he was really so pushy on us that this uh, first lieutenant, who was a few years older, really started to cry. So we really had this over a few months uh, long story short, uh, I didn't change my mind. I was really in this point in time very, very open and very clear what my view is. And this uh, for me gave me kind of a push, really uh, see that leadership is so important and it's all about human beings and to convince the people about something and not by command and control. And this really uh, I transferred in the businesses uh, I was working on later. I think that's a that's a great story, and and um, it shows I think uh, many different aspects that are required from a skill set perspective uh, of a leader. Uh, so it's not only maybe uh, um, two three things that you can tick mark uh, that that you have maybe on on your on your skill uh, sheet. Maybe you can give me a glimpse um, what is in your view required uh, to let's say to have on your on your back pocket uh, as a leader as a successful leader of course um well it first really starts with emotions emotional intelligence yeah and the key is you need to know your own emotions yeah once you know your emotions you also can start to influence the emotions um, of your employees of your team but be careful don't manipulate them. Yeah, this is very important. There's a thin line yeah, between influence emotions and manipulating emotions. So um, this is this is the one area. Yeah? Once you know about yourself, and I come to this uh, then a little bit later in terms of um, what kind of tools you might have and, and, and which way you can develop this. Uh, important is that you always stay curious and grow. This is for me a process of lifelong learning. Yeah, even I know I have um, 55 years seen in this beautiful life. Um, it's always every day I try to find out something new. Um, also, it's important to develop a good gut feeling. Yeah, once you have uh, some experience and then you can really judge if someone is being honest to you, if someone is supporting something. Um, and you, you really need to know your people step by step. And um, also being enthusiastic about something. 
And also, you need to understand what motivates your team. Yeah, it's not about um, in the morning, but really makes me happy happy to jump out of bed. And I'm sure the same is not from a team. You don't think about an anonymous shareholder value. It's about the team. Yeah, you don't want to let your team down. Yeah, um, or your department, the people you are working with on a daily basis, or at least the people you work in your closer environment. And this is what motivates me, and this is what motivates also the team members, and you want to be professional. And um, this is what's, what, it's, what, it's, what it's about, and I have very one good example from this week. We have now a Sunday afternoon, and on Thursday, I was receiving an email um, from also a senior vice president um, from another area of our business, in the telco industry, and he was uh, sending an email um, saying, hey, Uh, Carsten, you and your team um, making an incredible, cool, professional, proactive job, and you are very supportive. And uh, at the moment, I'm working in the group audits department. You know, the auditors are not usually always welcomed. Um, <laughs> and he said, uh, I don't know if this is really a positive feedback uh, for an audit department, um, but you know, I mean it very positive. And you can uh, put this in the right in the right order. You are very tough and very clear in what you're doing, um, but this is no contradiction, yeah, because you're always fair. And this was something um, I was really, really happy about, and I will share with my team next week. Um, and this is what I really also honestly work for. For sure, you also work for money, but you also work for the feedback from your team and from the business or from your customers. And this is personally, I think, part of this context of emotional intelligence, why someone is really willing to go above and beyond. Uh, first, congratulations. And I think that's, uh, that's of course, um, uh, uh, great feedback. Uh, in particular, um, after, let's say, uh, implement all the things that, that you just mentioned and, and bringing the team to the level uh, to uh, be proactive and, and show, uh, let's say, uh, a professionalism. Maybe also for, for our young listeners, uh, do you have any book recommendation or, or things that helped you uh, throughout the line that, that you have read that came across your mind that would be worthwhile sharing? Let me, before we come to answer this question, uh, add one more thing. So I was talking about the emotional intelligence first or before, and now for sure you also can have some kind of tools. And I mentioned uh, even one, one is feedback. Feedback culture is very important. Um, then an open communication Yeah, this is something you really can use or can set up something. Um, and for sure, it always helps if you, um, let's say, have planning skills or being very structured and have some, let's say, organizational capabilities um, because you really need to have a clear, structured way in order to avoid any kind of chaos, which also then brings uncertainty to the, to the team. So um, this is a little bit regarding uh, self-management and, and tools. Regarding your question about a specific book about leadership style, no, I have no favorite book about leadership style. Very clearly not. Um, what I would recommend to young listeners is clearly, and this is what I, beside all the digital tools, uh, yeah, reading your emails, using whatever LinkedIn or um, also listening to podcasts is um, read autobiographies yeah, from politicians, um, from uh, managers, uh, from whomever, soldiers, for example, 
Um, this personally for me, um, even if you read a, 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 a biography from a person who have lived 100 years ago, you always find things which are valuable and worth to, to think about, to reflect uh, with yourself, with your experience. And uh, in addition, if you then stay widely interested yeah, in news, yeah, economic news, political news, culture, traveling a lot, different cultures, this personally helps to build up your skills, your knowledge, and also your emotional intelligence. Yeah, Be open. Uh, not everyone is a born leader. I would say there is no born leader, but you should have a good foundation and you can build on this foundation. This is what I clearly see what uh, one can do. And it's, uh, yes, helpful to read books about leadership styles, but it's not like um, learning math. Yeah? So your summary is, uh, uh, let's say, more or less uh, learning by doing, right? Learning by doing, yeah, also a failure culture. Um, be open about the mistakes you make. Uh, there's no problem with that. And I'm really happy that uh, in today's uh, company environment, it's more and more possible uh, really um, to commit failures, yeah, not on purpose for sure. Uh, and you should avoid making a failure twice, but it's no problem. Yeah, you are a human being, you can make mistakes, but you should learn out of it. And um, yeah, I don't know if you have further questions, but we are almost more or less at a kind of closing. Um, so even in this digital world, um, for me, it's all about people in every industry. Yeah. So for me, this is very, very clear. Um, even in IT industry, even in tech industry, even whatever you're working in, insurance is all about people. Make the employees, the team successful, trust them and back them. And for sure, um, integrity in terms of your own person, this is absolutely, absolutely mandatory. And at the end of the day, don't take yourself too serious. This is what I really can, can tell in terms of uh, summing up what my view on leadership, what my experiences are. I think that that are great insights. And, and usually before we, before we close um, the, the podcast, uh, I ask, what would you have said to yourself uh, before you started your professional career? So to your younger Carsten. Take it easy. Uh, I was <laughs> so ambitious. I was so ambitious. Yeah, I was really over ambitious. Um, when I left school and joined uh, the Federal Armed Forces, because I really had one goal um, to, to um, be a good soldier and for sure also making a career. And after leaving the army, I have never planned any, would say, detail or part of my career. I let it happen. So I was really um, one who was really overambitious. I would clearly, clearly say, uh, in a in a positive way. But um, uh, take it, take it easy, Carsten. I love that, uh, and I mean that that shows also what you just mentioned: uh, self-reflection and and uh, let's say having the emotional intelligence. Go for Leadership, the podcast with Daniel and Gerd. So thank you so much for, for the interview, Carsten. I think we have just learned uh, really great insights. Uh, and yeah, let's stay in, in touch. Thanks, take care and good luck to your podcast. Thank you, Carsten. Go for Leadership, the podcast.